You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to At The Diner, the flagship podcast on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host for this wonderful podcasting journey, but I've got two fantastic podcast hosts with me. Uh, you know them. You love them. It's Mr. MC Brooks and it's Mr. James Rambo, and we're playing Random Question Generator uh, on this episode because sometimes it's fun just to see what kind of random shit you can come up with, uh, but also to... I love doing this because you really get to see some insight into the people that you spend a lot of time with and you get to learn about them and kind of like where their their thought process is when with all of this. Um, if you guys are ready, we're just going to go ahead and hit the ground running here and we'll start with one. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. First question. What was a random compliment that someone gave you that really stuck in your memory? Let's start with MC Brooks. So... Uh... So I have two that I can mention here, but one I've gotten really sort of sort of frequently over the years, like just at, at random points over the years. And that uh, people tell me that they're really jealous of my eyebrows. And it, <laughs> I like All right. I, I never like I never really understood because I, I legit don't really pay any attention. I don't do anything to them. Yes. I just I just, you know, just make sure I don't have the Anthony Davis going on here. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I am not a unibrow guy, uh, for me anyway. Um, but yeah, like just randomly over the course, like I would say for at least the last decade or so, it you know like like I'll you know I'm single, so I can say this. Like you know I'll be talking to random women at different points, and I've even had girlfriends just say like they're super jealous of my my eyebrows, and the, like they're just arched perfectly, and they're like yeah, like what do you do to them? And I'm like I. I don't do anything to them. They, they, they just they just grow <laughs> that <my> way. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't really do anything, and like it it's it always sticks out to me because like I'm I'm so used to getting compliments for like other stuff like you know my beard or my eyes or something like I, I'm used to like getting that but, like 
every so often it'll just be like, hey, you know, you have you have really, really, really nice eyebrows. And I'm just like, okay, well, thanks. Cool, I guess. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rambo? Uh, I had... I... I was a political activist for a day. That job sucked. Um, but in the prep for it, one of the things we were doing was kind of going over the script of uh, what we were going to be pitching people on during the day. And we were just, you know, running through it over and over again in the office. And uh, I was reading it off. And this one was like, you have the most relaxing voice I've ever heard. And I was like, oh. Thank you. That's that's really nice. Um, and she's and she said the one time I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, you're being nice. And then I read it again, and she's like, oh my god, what the hell? Like, he, I'm just you, it, you, your voice is so calming. I was like, all right, that dope. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to hear it. Um, so yeah, like I'll get I'll get like you know compliments about my eyes and shit. You know, because people love blue eyes. Uh, but yeah, that one, it was, it was like, I've, I've gotten compliments on my voice before, but it wasn't just the compliment. It was the, it was the delivery. Like it was, it yes. seemed so genuine. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I, okay. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause it just, it just reminded me of the time I got, uh, I got, the, I got a similar compliment when I was uh, interning at um, 83.9 in DC. And uh, this woman, like live, this is on live radio, was just like, you have a really sexy voice. Oh. And I'm, just, I mean, I'm sitting there, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like tw I think I'm like 20 years old when this happens or 19. I'm just like, I don't know how to process that because we're on live radio right now. And like it just it was not the thing I was expecting to hear because like the segment we were doing was was um, people like giving shout outs to like family members or friends and, and whatnot. Right. So it, like it was it just caught me completely off guard because I'm like expecting they're going to mention someone that they know. And like the first words out of their mouth is, young man, you have a really sexy voice. And I was like, what? <laughs> it, oh, yeah, man, she it, threw the right? she threw the young man in there, too. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Like that's that you just blush and melt and you're just like <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> I have a whole list of things I'm gonna need you to read. Like, well, okay. It's it's so funny that you guys talk about that because the, there's two that I that really stick in my brain. One was um, I had I got braces at a really young age, so I was like in third grade, so that would have made me like eight, nine, something like that. Um, and like, it was not a pleasant experience. Like I had the, this thing called a pallet expander, which is basically like, it, yeah, it's like a torture device. It was fucking miserable. So they pulled a bunch of teeth. They did the pallet expander. I had braces like all the way, like through middle school. Right. And then I got them out eighth grade year. I was super excited. So I was fucking smiling all the time. I was so happy to not have those assholes on my teeth anymore. And like one of my friends who I had been friends with since fourth grade, I like rode my bike over to her house and we're just like hanging out and like watching TV and stuff. And she said something and I smiled and she goes, you know, ever since you got your braces off, uh, you smile all the time and you have the best smile. And I was just like, <laughs> gosh, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So yeah, it was, um, it, that one. And then, um, I was working at Blockbuster 
And I just got out of the military and I was working my way up. Like I was like a shift manager at this point. Right. And there was this manager from the fair, like one of the Fairfax stores that had come down and was like training with us and doing stuff. Right. Girl was so smoking hot. And like at one point, like she was in the office and she called up front for, to ask me something. And I picked up the phone and I answered it. And she was like, can you come back here real quick? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. That's fine. And I come back there and she's like, you have the sexiest voice. And I was like, oh, oh, oh God, where's this going? <laughs> and like in, in, in my 22 year old head, like all these scenarios are popping in. I'm like, oh man, something cool is about to happen. And like, no, nothing cool happened. I was very disappointed, but I just remember that. And then like she, later she would just be like, I would answer the phone and she was like standing there and like somebody's calling to ask if we have like, I don't know, like Titanic in stock or some shit. And like, she, she would be like, listen to you answering that phone with that fine ass voice ears. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, no, we have copies of Nacho Libre. <laughs> okay, thanks. Blockbuster video. This is Blockbuster video. This is Mike. How can I help you? No, we don't have How might I service you? I'll waive the late fees if you just come in and flash me that fine <laughs> smile of yours. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's absolutely like that comment is instantly like, oh, you just turned on the ham sign. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. now, now you will not talk in your normal voice ever again because they're oh. like, ooh, you have a sexy voice. You're like, I don't know what you're talking about, do I? Fucking drop really? the register. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, this old thing? Yeah. What could you be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, MC, give me one, man. Hit me with one. So, uh, so like, I'm, I'm actually scrolling the uh, the the list of would you rather. Oh, these are fun. There's some gold on here. Yeah. And then there's stuff that's in the same vein as like the one we mentioned earlier, <laughs> which we shall never mention ever again. <laughs> And if you're not sure what that is, uh, look back through the episodes and find the Would You Rather episode with Ms. J. Dilla. And uh, yeah, it's the first question she asks everyone every time this kind of shit comes up. Like, because she has no moral center. He's a goddamn like, monster. Like, <laughs> there's, one, there's one on here that is arguably as bad as the one she read oh. and actually it's worse Go ahead and ask it. Just <laughs> not, oh. i okay so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say it like we don't have to answer it i can i'll find another one but this one is like it it's the first one i looked at and yeah so <laughs> would you rather run over shattered glass to get away from a bomb or stick your genitalia into a turbine <laughs> if you do it would stop the bomb and save lives <laughs> the, <laughs> this actually what the fuck is wrong thing. with people this what the fuck thing. is wrong with people i'll i'll run over the shattered glass like yeah, I'll... <laughs> yeah very much so. <laughs> <laughs> and, this is not that tough <laughs> Wait. So Where if we don't, if we run it, if we <laughs> if we run over the shattered glass, we escape. However, if oh, we, if yeah, we stop the turbine with our junk, we save a whole bunch of people. Would yes. you would you go through some pain and be maimed for life in order to save lives? How many lives? <laughs> Just two. How many people are we talking here? Do I know these people? Are these friends is, of mine? Is one of them a plastic surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> Because if I save them, they could be like, we can make you bitter, stronger, faster. <laughs> yeah, do it. Girthier. Um, 
has to go with the voice, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless we're talking like hundreds of people, I'm 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 gonna cut my feet up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it depends uh, on who the people are too. Because I mean, like, if it's the people I was talking about in the cold open, then you know, see you guys. I'm running over this class. <laughs> like, Deuces. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Um. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. It depends on how many people, and it depends on who it is. So, like, yeah. I'm, I mean, like, and why not your arm or your foot? <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, that's the important question. Like, why particularly that? It's got a big sensor. It doesn't have an arm sensor. <laughs> it's the only thing that'll fit or will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're, you're underestimating finger, a couple things here. So. Your fingers aren't aren't quite long enough, and your arm is too too big in circumference to fit inside of it. Um, you're like, okay, well. I'm going to find a way. This is a very specific, <laughs> very devious trap in like the next Saw movie, it sounds like. like yeah. <laughs> Hello, I have a game for you. Stick your dick in this turbine. What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Oh, dude. Why aren't you dead I, yet? What's the what's the benefit here? What lesson am I learning? I don't know. I just think it'll be funny. Yeah, I mean, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm just waiting for that to be the joke in one of these movies. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's no purpose. I just, I didn't think this, I didn't know if this uh. contraption would work. Yeah, I can't believe you did this shit. What a loser. (laughs) All right, Rambo, hit us with one, man. Ah, shit. Um, Let me see. Oh, Oh, that's that's a good one. Uh, Would you rather be hunted by Jason Bourne or Jack Bauer? Huh. I feel like that's. Would you rather drown or be immolated? Like that's, <laughs> these are not. These are not. There's like there's there's. This sounds like a thirst trap, is what this sounds like. Not, it's like yeah. which who do you, who do you have the steam and undies for more? Oh well, then Matt Damon. Keeper Sutherland or Matt Damon? Yeah. Like, I mean, I just, like if we're talking like Lost Boys era Keeper Sutherland, then yeah. But, I mean, uh, it does say Jack Bauer specifically. It so, does like specifically yeah. Say that. Yeah, and like honestly, like if if I'm choosing which one I'm gonna run from, which one would I have a chance to run from? I'm t- I'm picking um, Jack Bauer because Kiefer's got like some age on him, but not only that too. I know he's had some substance abuse issues, so I think that like I could probably outrun him for a lot longer than I could Matt Matt Damon. Matt Damon is fucking stacked. No, thank you. Yeah, like, he's gonna beat seven sh- seven shades of shit out of me. I think I might be able to put up a fight against Kiefer, but like you know. Like, I'd still lose, but still, you know, at least I'd hold my own for a little bit yeah. until he just ended me. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you basically took what I was going to say. I, I'll, I'll take my chances there. <laughs> Fuck Matt Damon. He's going <laughs> to ruin my life. No, thank you. He's fucking friends with Batman, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go the opposite direction, mostly because if I'm being hunted, I want this shit to be done with. Like, there's, there's no, like... The the thing with Jack Bauer is it's just gonna be okay. This is how you you live your life now. You 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 keep going until you or him is dead. And with Bourne, I feel like there's possibility I might be able to like there might be a conversation to be had because maybe I'm wrongfully accused. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. I don't know the full scenario. Um, I know that of the t- 
Yeah, if I if I want to prolong it, Jack Bauer. If I want this shit to be to wrap up as quick as possible, Jason Bourne. Fair. Okay. Let's see what we got next on this list. Uh, list here. I'm looking at the the would you rather ones, and some of these are fucking gross. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. We just talked about this. What have you only recently formed an opinion about? So. I'll start off with this one, and then I'll pass it to one of you guys. Um, I, I again, poli- politics. Like for a long time, I just tried to kind of stay out of it. I looked at like <clears throat> the situations, and I was like, well, obviously, I want to vote for this guy because he's not a crusty old white dude. Like, but now those are our only choices, apparently. Um, I would just say in general, like, like political opinions. Like that's been within the last like ten years. I've, I've put way more thought and energy into them. I've become way more politically active the older I get. Um, so yeah, politics in general. MC. Uh, Rambo, you can go ahead. I'm I'm still figuring out what my answer is going to be. Yeah, the only thing I, that really comes to mind is, um, it's funny. I, I'm inclined to say it's political, but it's not political. Um, trigger warnings. And oh. when oh, I first heard one. about trigger warnings, I was like, "This is bullshit." This is about coddling people who just need to get over things. And the best way, you know, like like uh, uh, immersion therapy makes the most sense. So you should uh, uh, be fully immersed in whatever. It, it, it doesn't benefit you to just avoid whatever the problem is because it just prolongs things, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I... I I developed a skill that is very, very important and super useful, and it's shutting the fuck up, uh, knowing when not to speak, because I am uh, um, more conscious of the kind of people I spend time around now, um, and a lot of those people are smarter than I am and much more experienced in certain things than I am, uh, and learning what trigger warnings really were, which is just, hey, heads up. Uh, this thing is going to be featured in this thing. Um, if that is too much for you, that's cool. We just want to let you know. That's it. That's all it is. It's no different than a rating on a movie uh, or, or a parental advisory sticker on an album. Um, it's just letting you know that uh, this ki- whatever this thing is, this kind of thing is present. Do I think that some people take them too far? Sure. Um, Because literally anything can be triggering. So it is hard to say what is or isn't, you know, uh, it it can be seemingly hard to say what is or isn't, you know, something that should be given a content warning for. But um, you're going to find people who are exploitive of everything all the time, everywhere. So that's not really a valid argument. it's yeah it's it's just about giving a heads up that's all it is you know i i it's a really good point and i wanted to kind of speak on that real quick because one of the things that i can't stand and it's funny i actually have a trigger warning when people say trigger warning um and i'll explain (laughs) so when some when you when somebody says some dumb shit and you're like bro come on and their response is oh i didn't realize you were getting triggered that just triggered me you saying it like that because that means that you're such a sack of shit that you don't give a fuck if you actually trigger somebody or if you actually upset them on purpose. You don't give a fuck because in your opinion, everybody's too sensitive nowadays. Like, it's just, it's such a 
old take and like and honestly i felt that way for a long i used to feel that way when i was younger like oh everybody's so easily offended you know like but the older i get the more i realize when i hear other people my age say shit like that i'm like man you just never grew the fuck up did you like your your ability to laugh at things is more important to you than potentially upsetting somebody or potentially offending somebody or being racist or being sexist or being elitist or being like just showing off your white privilege whenever you possibly can. And then instead of being like, you know what, maybe I do need to take a look at myself or like maybe, you know, hey, I didn't mean to offend you, my bad. You have to turn it into a thing where that person is not only bad, they're also wrong and you're right. I'm not as weak as you. I don't get triggered by such things. Obviously you did because now you have to give us this speech about how bad, you know, the, the term triggered is. The, right. the irony of you being triggered by trigger warnings. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> you're, yeah, no, it's, it's not that you don't get upset. You're clearly very upset right now. Yeah. Um, Neil Gaiman, uh, uh, about five or six years ago, said of political correctness that whenever he hears that phrase, he, re he, he realized that it's not, it, it, it's that when you really break down political correctness, it's really just about treating other people with, with respect. Right. And so now what he does is he just mentally replaces politically correct or political correctness with treating other people with respect. And yeah. so you'll you'll see things like, um, oh, my God, that's treating other people with respect gone mad. <laughs> like everybody's just, oh, man, everybody's so sensitive. They're all just treating each other with other with respect. Like, yeah, that's that's how dumb you sound. <laughs> it's you're complaining about just giving a shit about other people. And, and as is uh, very commonly said on the internet, I don't know how to teach you how to do that. I, I, I'm not here to teach you empathy. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like the more and more I think about it, that's kind of when people get upset and they're like, oh, well, I didn't realize you were going to get triggered. That's essentially the same thing. I didn't realize that I was actually going to offend you because something might be a sensitive topic for you. Yeah. Right. Maybe and you shouldn't mock me about it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, and, and part of that is in the moment, they're embarrassed. They're they're like if, if they actually give a shit at all, they're embarrassed that they hurt your feelings. And for the most part, those kind of things can be answered really quickly, which is just, oh, I'm sorry. The yeah. end. Show genuine concern. Um it's like uh 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 like accidentally misgendering people. Yeah. So much of that is is not hard feelings on the side of the person misgendered as it is the hard feelings on the side of the person who did it. And it becomes this whole, like either this big long apology that is about making the whole situation about their own feelings of embarrassment and, and frustration and concern, or it's, well, I shouldn't have to worry about that. I didn't fucking know. And, and you know, how am I supposed to tell like, Whoa, stop, stop. You made a mistake. That's okay. You didn't mean to make the mistake, but you did. So just apologize and we're done. Like, log it, keep it in mind, and move forward. And that is too much for some people. You know, to some degree, they're used to, like, being uh, uh, held to these ridiculous standards where it's like, you don't, it's, it's not enough that you, it's not enough that you improve. It's, it, you have to have been right to begin with. Hey, it might help if I. As a mic drop there, what's what's going on there? <laughs> yeah. So we and we've talked about this before too on on these wonderful airwaves here about like 
people bitching about cancel culture. Yeah. And like, I, I just can't believe this is a thing and everybody's just trying to cancel each other. It's not, it's not about that. And no one expects you to be perfect like throughout all of your life. We just growth. And like, if you did some shit in the past that is now inappropriate, own that shit. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you know what? I used to make some really, really insensitive jokes when I was younger because I didn't I didn't fucking know any better. And I wouldn't want to be part of something now that is purposefully trying to hurt somebody's feelings because that's a dick move. Like it's yeah, I, did, I, feel, I feel like it's that simple. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you watch the clip I sent you? I sent earlier with uh, Cat Williams. Yes, I did. No, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, and because, I was I was so surprised by him, honestly, like nothing against him as a comedian, but like. That is not what I expected coming out of that dude. I, it's not, especially if you if you remember where the like where the live his comedy was like. Because I, I stopped I stopped watching him because I just I just didn't find much of it very funny. And I thought when I saw him trending on Twitter this morning, and I saw that he had a quote about cancel culture, I'm like, oh gosh, no, what the fuck like, is oh, this gonna yeah. be? <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, he's, this is about to be Dave Chappelle 2.0, blah blah blah. But he he gave an answer that was like that was very thoughtful, and he he's totally on the other side and like completely understands, um, completely understands the purpose behind quote cancel culture, and that it's really more that it's not it's not even like it's not even really canceling anyone. It's more about accountability, and he and he made and and honestly, I think the best thing he said was that if. Uh, if not saying these things because they offend people is enough for you to not do the craft anymore, then you're just not very good at it. You know, if, yeah, if you can't adapt, then die. <laughs> like, bye, take care. And like, I mean, it, it, it like I said, it was, it was surprising because I, I, I've, I've not watched any of his comedy in years because. I just I just was not a fan of his style of stuff, and like I said, I, I really thought he was going to be on the complete opposite side of uh, what he said. <clears throat> no, that's that's really heartening. That's that's great to hear, man. Because yeah, I I would not have expected that from him in the slightest. Um, he definitely put off a persona that would be, you know, seemingly very much like in the fuck your feelings category. Yeah. That that's what I remember a lot of his stuff kind of being. I mean, I could be misremembering. It's, it's it really has been a really long time since I've watched but, any of his stuff. And even if he was, he's showing growth, which there is you go. Any, yeah. which is all any of us can ask for. Like, right. yeah. I don't know why. I wonder where that comes from. That people like think that they have to have been perfect and right all along. I mean, I I think part of it comes from. Um, cultural biases and stresses and like you know the, the thing you know you said earlier no one expects you to to be perfect and I I think the the postscript on that is or the asterisk on that is no one reasonable expects that yeah but you do have vocal minorities who for them you know some things are never enough like an apology is worthless because if you really meant it, you wouldn't have done it to begin with. Well, fucking, what am I supposed to do I with that? I can't stand that <laughs> shit. Like, if you were really sorry, you wouldn't have done it. Who? What kind of fucking asshole says that? You know, you know that regret can't exist without action, right? Yeah, it, it, it's physically impossible. It, it is a regret is a direct result of action or reaction. Like it, it, it can only exist in the postscript. Or, 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 you know, after the fact. Um, 
I like, I mean, there's something to be said for apologies that are disingenuous or ones that come too quick uh, without consideration. Um, and an apology is just the first step. Uh, uh, okay, great. You've apologized. Now you make amends. Uh, right. But, you know, if, a, if an apology is genuine, throw them a fucking bone. Like, people fuck up. They make mistakes. Um, and... You know, yeah, it's important to examine, like, okay, well, why did this thing happen? How is this going to affect other people? How can we avoid doing this in the future? All those things should be considered, but even though an apology is only the first step, it's still the first step. Like, yeah, you know, you've got to acknowledge that to some degree. Yeah, I think it, and, and this actually kind of like ties into what my answer to this would have been, which is it's really important how you communicate with people and that you show people like a level of grace and whatnot because like sometimes a even if I'm trying to figure out how to word this if you even if you're saying the right thing but if you communicate it wrongly or in a way that is ill received by the person you're speaking to it can it can completely undo whatever good you're trying to do mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of something that like I learned over the years because like and this is before i met i met either of you but like i i was kind of in the same boat of where i just kind of talked to everybody the same the same way you know that like no matter what i'm going to repeat the same talking points i'm going to say it and i'm going to say it in this like aggressive you know manner when the real like the reality is that i mean and this is no different than like being in a in a classroom setting that everyone doesn't learn the same way so not only that, you don't speak to everyone the same way if you're really trying to get them. Some people, some like if you are loud and aggressive and whatnot, like sometimes that can be the thing that can convince someone like, oh, okay, but maybe I need to reconsider or change the way I think about this. And other times it can be just a simple heart-to-heart conversation that d- doesn't involve any aggression or yelling or, or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. and, and that. and that can be just as effective. There's and, no and hell, one size fits all for that. Depending on the person, the first tack can do the exact opposite. Yeah, it it can push them. It can push them further in the direction they're already in. I, yeah. I really do. I really do think in a lot of cases when we see uh, people's reactions to to stuff like to, to like being dragged on the internet or or seeing stuff like that, like their their first inclination is to just dig dig even deeper because fuck you for you know speaking to me that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was always told as a kid, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I think that that's accurate in a certain in a certain sense. But also, too, like, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be accountable for the words that come out of your mouth. There, there are two ways to say something to somebody. Like, let's just say, for instance, you don't like the way that they do things. Let, let's say you're in a classroom setting, as MC was using as an example before. And you're very loud, you're very talkative, and people don't like that. You know, like, there's two ways to handle that. Especially, like, let's just say, for instance, you're somebody that's been there for a while, or maybe you're a little bit older. Like, you pull the person aside and you say, hey, look, I love your energy, I love your excitement, but, like, you're kind of coming off as, like, a know-it-all, and it it might rub people the wrong way. I'm, I'm only saying this because I don't want you to catch hell for this later down the road. That's completely different than, like, making snide comments and jokes and rolling your eyes and then, like, telling your peers that you think that they're being disrespectful. Like, it's just a complete lack of, like, 
compassion because you're so focused on this person's wrong and I have to make it my point to prove how wrong they are instead of trying to put yourself in their shoes. And that's just like, right, right. it's, it's so shitty. And like to flip it around on the internet side of things, I don't know if it happens to you guys. It happens to me all the time. But if I say something in like a public forum and then like people start getting shitty with me and start giving me like responses, I literally like can feel it like in my chest. Like I get anxious. I'm just like, what the fuck are they going to say next? It's yeah. just like and, – and that's why I have like for the most part in the last year or so, like since pandemic started, I have backed the fuck off of social media big time. Like I really just will like throw some shit up on GGR and that's about it because I just don't I, – I don't have it in me anymore to fight with people on the internet because most of the time these arguments that you're having are not in good faith. I admit I'm, yeah. I'm – we're not arguing to arrive at the truth. We're arguing to be right. Yeah. And that so shit doesn't work. That, yeah, that's not I, that's no not doing it not 20 doing year it old me let's do that all day yeah sounds yeah. good fucking 37 year old me nah homie Mm-mm. no fucking i could nice. be sleeping right now nope. <laughs> you know you know how many fucking tv shows i need to catch up on fuck you <laughs> i'm not gonna waste my time on this Absolutely you know not. i've got mc i've got rambo i've got mariah i've got jess i've got all these people that love to do podcasts that I could do a podcast with and we would have a reasonable conversation about the dumb shit that you're yelling at right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't have time for this. So fuck off. Here's an emoji. Like that's, yeah, I just, I, I can't, I can't do it anymore, man. And like so many people want to live by this credo of like, well, I don't delete people. I don't, I don't unfriend people because like I want people uh. to be able to, to speak <laughs> freely. You're such a dick. And like, I'm, I'm good for you that you enjoy having extra stress in your life or you actually don't give a fuck about other people enough to actually stand up and be like, hey, can you stop saying that like, um, oh, hey, by the way, um, these are my feelings about this pl- very, very like controversial political thing. And then like, yeah, like we'll I use mean, a it, woman's it, right to choice. We'll use that for, for an example here. Like, well, I feel that, that that's murder. Like, that's not. First off, you saying that it's murder makes you sound like an asshole and it makes you trying to prove the other person wrong because who can say that murder is right? Like, it, ugh, Jesus fucking Christ. I, so, so my take on that is like if you truly believe in unfettered freedom of speech and that's how you run your social media, fucking kudos to you, man. Like if, that's, if that is really what you think, that there should be no limits and no censorship of any kind, uh, no policing of any of that kind of shit, Great. I mean, like, well done in terms of, like, living your fucking values. I don't believe that shit. I don't think that every opinion is valid. I don't think that every take is worth worth hearing. Um, and, yeah, I am... This is a fucking dictatorship. Like, I am going <laughs> to run this in the way that I am most comfortable, and the way that I feel makes the people I love most comfortable. And so I don't feel like I need to give you the time of day if you're just going to be bitching about cancel culture or about, about you know, uh, women's right to choose or, or any, anything, anything, yeah. any, 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 yeah. anything. There was a guy that I blocked just yesterday who was, like, not egregiously offensive, not, like, really pushing buttons and shit, but was just kind of a dick. Like, and I had been putting up with him being kind of a dick for a couple years. And it was because this person was engaged to someone who I am friends with and who I really care about. And then they stopped being engaged. They broke up. 
but I was already friends with the with the person. I was already friends with this guy. And I'm like, all right, well, okay, whatever. And I just tolerated it for the longest time. And I finally realized, you know, I don't need to have a smoking gun to point to. I don't need to justify yeah. whether or not someone gets to 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 be in my fucking airspace. Like you are here by the grace of me. Like if you're on my social media and it's something that I can control, which most of them are, you're here by like my own, you know, allowance. So don't shit in the pool and everything will be fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, I and it, even that, like, you don't need to have some big blow up fight in order to be like, I don't want you around anymore. You don't have to justify it to them. You don't have to explain it to them. Would it be nice that they got some kind of closure on it? Sure. Why not? But you know what? They don't necessarily deserve that. Like if all you're going to do is just like play devil's advocate and fuck with people and be incendiary, uh, even about little shit for no good reason. Well, then I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you an explanation. We aren't friends. Yeah. We were we are long term acquaintances. Let's dispel that fucking notion right now. Yeah. Just because you've known someone for a long time does not mean you know them very well. Yeah. Back very different things. Yeah. So yeah, I just fucking blocked this dude who, who was being a pain in the ass. Bye. Yeah, and you know what? That's something that you have developed a an opinion on that. I used to think that like, oh yeah, you know, you shouldn't censor people. You, you know, you should, everybody should talk it out. Like, you know, like we, no, there, there comes a point where just talk doesn't work anymore. And especially with people who are abusers, especially with people who are gaslighters, like they will, you can talk in circles because they will try to manipulate every single word you say into something completely different. And I'm just not willing to do it. I'm not willing to be engaged in it anymore. So yeah. Yeah. Every, everyone's allowed to have an opinion, but not everyone's opinion needs to be heard. Yeah. Discussed. Yep. So I went to the doctor and the doctor told me that I had a sinus infection. Um, but I told the doctor, I was like, hey, that's cool. But I, I want to do my own research. Um, so I asked a bunch <laughs> of assholes out in the waiting room and uh, people on the Internet. And they said uh, that it might be um, something different and that I should just take some some natural oils and shit. No, like that. It's probably just allergies. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like. That, that's what you sound like when you say, oh, well, I've done my research to somebody who's like an expert, like the CDC, for instance. The CDC is like, hey, this is the way you should do things. Well, you're just going to listen to what the CDC says? Yes, motherfucker, I am. Yes. <laughs> like, you're just going to believe Dr. Fauci? Yeah, you want to know why? Because he's been dealing with this shit. He is a pandemic expert. He's been dealing with it for 40 goddamn years. He has and, way more experience than you do. You know, let's, let's, let's be clear about what expertise means. Because if... If, you know, I wake up one day and go to watch TV and my receiver won't turn on, I'm not going to go to the CDC and be like, hey, you guys are really smart. Did, did I blow a transistor? Is there was there was there like a power outage that, that was like a, a power surge? Like what could have caused this problem? Because that's not their fucking job. There's a difference between someone being an expert and someone being a capital E expert. No one knows everything. I so, just picture you asking Dr. Fauci that question, like while he's sipping his coffee, he's like, Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe I, you need I a new know. TV. Like, oh, I'm <laughs> a fucking expert. 
And somebody, yeah, somebody overhearing that on Fox News and being like, Dr. Fauci giving TV advice now. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's knowing who knows more than you. And, and I'm certainly not the first to say this, but, you know, fucking uh, uh, newsflash, everyone you meet knows something you don't. Everybody, every, every, every fucking person you hate and cannot get along with and don't agree with on things, they have knowledge you don't. So there is something to be said for like knowing when, like picking your battles, knowing when you should talk to certain people about certain things and others about other things. My job right now, it, it behooves me not to get political because of the things I'm working on and the kind of people I'm working with. Like, it is unfortunate that I am learning little things about some of these people where I'm like, I wish I didn't know that that's probably where you lie politically. But does it benefit me to be like, you know, super ultra loud liberal dude in this work setting? No, it doesn't. It only hurts me. It hurts Katie because it's going to fuck with my money, which is our money at this point. Um it makes me look like an asshole. Like this is the point where you need to learn and you need to know when it isn't, isn't, isn't okay to have these fights. Picking your battles is really important. Um, and it's not a matter of like, you know, Oh, my boss used a racial slur. And I was like, well, you know, I don't want to upset the, the, the balance of things. I want to, you know, rock the boat. No, it's just like, they probably have particular political leanings. Okay, great. I we won't talk about that. And and the other thing, we're not friends. We work together. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, the 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 specificity of expertise is really important thing to know. Um and and it's it's one thing to expect uh, uh somebody at the CDC to know about diseases. It's nothing entirely for, to expect them to know uh, uh, you know, what, what the reason my car is making this whining noise, like yeah. that's not their job, <laughs> fucking but Fauci. that does, that's you yeah, fucking Fauci doesn't know where I can get a fucking transmission for an 89 to sell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the quack, the oh, shit. quack. Yeah. I thought you went to metal. Oh, this guy. No, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's this perception that, that, to be educated means to be educated on all things. And that is just not true. But on the flip side, not knowing about something you're not an expert on is not an unreasonable stance. That's not, a, that, that doesn't mean, that doesn't invalidate your actual proper knowledge. And I think that is the thing that people get hung up on is like, oh, you didn't know all the things about something, so you don't know about it at all. No, motherfucker. There's, there's volumes of knowledge about everything. So the idea that someone would be, and, and that's the other thing, it is someone would be 100% an expert is fucking foolishness. Yeah. You learn and you adapt and you change and, and you're supposed to, to, um, to, to pick up new information as it comes to you. You shouldn't, it would be weird if you knew everything all the time. Yeah. Then you're, uh, fucking, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> What does he say? This what, about the Earth when he goes to Mars? Like I'm trying to fucking remember now. Oh, it's I'm, I'm tired of these people. Uh, it's basically like I'm tired of these people and their bullshit. Like he just leaves. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, all right, let's let's lighten it up here a little bit because we get all fired up about politics. You can say um, we got, got really dark really quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 let the let the sun shine here. What's the weirdest thing that has happened to you in a car? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I can say on air. <laughs> yeah, because you know we're so censored. Ooh, ooh, a sensibility. Kidding, kidding, so we don't kidding. we don't we don't talk about such things. Uh, <laughs> um. I definitely remember like driving home um, and I, and it's a common thing. It happens to a lot of people. I remember driving home from uh, like a military thing. I think like I had to do drill for the reserves unit that I was in, uh, in the end of my stint in the military. And I remember getting in the car and I drove past my exit. I mean, this is from like, like outside of DC, like all the way down to, to uh, Woodbridge uh, at the time. And like that's 95 the whole way. I don't remember any of that car ride. And like the next thing I know, I'm looking up and I'm like getting close to like the Stafford exit. I'm like, how the fuck did I miss my exit? Like time just ceased to exist for some reason. And I just like woke up, but I wasn't asleep. I was just like off in my own little world. And like, yeah, weirdest shit ever. Like it, it's it. I think they call it highway hypnosis. That's what they call it. But yeah. I had to turn my ass around and go back just to get home. So I don't know that I really have anything. Like the the weirdest perception thing I had was I thought something happened, but then I talked to Katie about it. And she's like, "Oh no, that's not what happened." Um, I was I was uh, uh I was driving to work the other day and I had the windows down, and I I'm I'm on 66 and something I feel something like kind of blow past my vision yeah and i look down in the passenger side on the the um passenger side of the car and the the, the wheel well uh and fucking floor of the car and um i see a parking tag for uh like the dulles area and i was like oh fuck the, the wind somebody else had their window down and the wind caught their goddamn parking like hang tag and blew it into my car that sucks. That's also just fucking like the most random shit. Like, yeah, all these all these things have to like come together in the like perfect a one in a, a one yeah. in a million thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I told Katie the story, and she's like, "Oh no, that's that's the hang tag for my job. I just never go there. Um, <laughs> it just it must like, have blown off the mirror." You're like, "Well, oh, that sucks." I was excited. Like, oh, okay, that <laughs> makes crazy way more shit sense. happened. <laughs> <laughs> that makes way more sense. Yeah. Um, Reality is often disappointing. It's 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 true. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't craft that narrative. Yeah, I yeah. I don't have, I don't I don't think I have an answer. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I don't drive, so like I, I don't have oh. like, a driving thing. Well, fuck you then, Jesus. But <laughs> 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 I'm trying to trying to think if there's anything, and I I can't. I drive, I drive a lot though. So uh, like when we were driving down to. Um, to Disney World, like I want to say, it was like the first time we were driving down to Disney World. Like there was a really, really, really bad rainstorm in North Carolina, and we drove through it, and we were all just like, "Jesus Christ, this is an intense rainstorm!" And then like Sandy called her dad, and dad was like, "Yeah, there was a, a tornado in this part of North Carolina." And we were like, "We just drove through, fuck, we just drove through a goddamn tornado!" <laughs> like shit like that. Um, one time we're driving like outside of uh, Philadelphia, and it's like early in the morning. It's like three maybe four o'clock in the morning right um because we were just trying to get back home 
And like I saw like what I thought was like an explosion. All of a sudden, the sky just turned blue for like two solid seconds, and then it went right back to normal. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And like just weird, unexplained shit like that. I mean, I've yeah, th that's the kind of stuff that I've run into. So yeah, sorry, man, not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, eh, whatever, fine. Well, all right, we'll do we'll do one more, and then we can we can call it an evening here. Um. Anybody who wants to go next is fine by me. If you got a good one. I'm like scrolling through the random question generator, yeah. not seeing anything good. Oh, what's your favorite number and why? Do you guys have a favorite number? No. <laughs> God damn it. What the hell an asshole? Um, let's see. Mine's mine's quick. It was eleven. Like, um, just because when I was a kid, Drew Bledsoe was like one of my sports heroes. I always thought he was cool. And then like Jax was born on eleven eleven. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. cool. So uh, I thought that was kind of like a, a weird little bit of uh, like the universe, you know? Like here's your here here's your favorite number in your son. Like, fucking dope. I have a I have a question. Yeah. Oh. Um, would you rather be a cyborg, so half man, half machine, or be half man, half animal? Hmm. Can we pick which animal? You can pick for for intense purposes. You can pick the animal. I I'm going, going cyborg. I'm going cyborg too. Hmm. The thing about technology is it becomes outdated. It breaks down. Um, you can upgrade. You can, you know. I feel like there are there are more benefits to tying technology to organic uh, 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 design than there is to just adding more organic anything. Yeah, I I agree. I yeah. was just gonna say I, yours is much more eloquent than mine. I was like, because then I could be a human with a jetpack in my like back, and that would be fucking True. dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go cyborg too. Yeah, kind of more for the same reasons of Mike. Because <laughs> you know, I was thinking of animals. I was like, man, it'd be cool to have wings. Then I'm like, it would be cool to have wings. Then I was but... like, it could also be more efficient with technology to just fly too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> much, I mean, because like easy. you know what? There's not there's not a Lion 2.0 update. I'm just just saying. Fair. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta take Lion my cat. 2. I gotta take my cat to the vet to update its firmware. You know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean it's permware? <sighs> yep. That's that happened. Join me on my new podcast. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um yeah, no, I think it would be it would be cool, but it would also be kind of frightening too. Cause like um it was one of the few things about the the um the Justice League uh, update that they did uh, with Snyder was you got a lot more insight into uh, Cyborg's backstory. And I, I thought that was one of the most like interesting parts of the entire movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to know more about that. Like, he was basically created by the mother box. Like, oh, okay, cool. Give me more. Like, w what else? Like, tell me more about this shit. I want to know more. And they were like, no, we're going to do a bunch of other shit for the next three and a half hours. So, yeah. Like, but, I, I, I always think that that kind of stuff is, is fascinating. Yeah. I have a question too. Okay. I guess we can end on this. 
This would be an interesting one. Would you rather only be able to watch the few movies on with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 95 to 100 or the rest that are 94 and lower? Oh. Hmm. Well, quality over quantity, huh? Yeah, See, I'm taking... I'm going to go 94. 94 and below. And the reason why is because most people who give reviews for movies don't match what my reviews for movies are. So... The movies that I like, I'll, I'll look on Rotten Tomatoes and they're like, oh, it's a 67. I'm like, the fuck's wrong with them? Or like vice versa. They're giving like 100 to some some dumb shit. And I'm like, ah, well, all right, well, you know, I'll just go with everything else then. Because I just, most of the time review, reviewers and I don't see eye to eye. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I am taking the same stance um, for similar reasons, not the least of which, though, is uh, a high... like. A 100% or, you know, like 95 or above, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is the best quality film. What it yeah. means is that it is appealed to the most people. And as we all know, the broadest comedy is always the funniest, right? Um, honestly, a lot of my favorite movies have like high 50s, low 60s scores because they are a little polarizing and they do take risks and they do try to do different things. Um, does this mean that I'll no longer be able to watch Paddington 2? It does, and that is tragedy. Um, Toy Story 2 also. Toy I'm Story 2, right probably, probably most of Pixar. Um, Pinocchio, can't watch Pinocchio. Mary Poppins. Well, fucking hanging hell. in the rain. Yeah, and, and like, and that's another oh, thing. Fuck the Terminator! Like, I love the first. Oh, yeah. oh fuck! <laughs> Some of these things are going to end up being like higher scores retroactively, which is interesting. Um, now, like, if the question was, I think, I think where this question kind of shoots itself in the foot is, it picks such a high number. Yeah. Like yeah. if it said movies that are like eighty percent and above. Or seventy percent above, that would be tougher. Yeah, but basically, it's do you not want to do you do you can only watch the one hundred percent best reviewed movies, or the ones that are like really really well reviewed and everything yeah. else? Because I mean, some like, good stuff. To ET is on here. Coco. I'm looking right now. Let me see top one hundred action and adventure movies. Let's Casablanca see. is on here. Wow. Inside Out. Fuck, I couldn't watch Black Panther again. What, uh, what, uh, oh, so, 90, okay. The 96. Avengers Endgame is a 94. Fuck, I'm good. Yeah, they say uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movie is good. Oh, man, Into the Spider-Verse. I can't watch that anymore. Yeah, Moon, yeah, that's on there. Moonlight is on there. Seven Samurai. That's a fucking classic. Mad Max is on there. Uh, Get Out <laughs> is in there. Far uh, From Home. We can watch. It's a 90. Hell yeah. There we go. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be... That's the thing. There's going to be stuff with like... And that's the thing about things like the MCU. The MCU has very broad appeal. Because the MCU stories are usually pretty simple. Uh, they're fairly formulaic. And they usually have fairly clearly defined good guys and bad guys. So yeah. that is, is very heartening for a lot of people. Um, it is also not in favor to give negative reviews to those movies uh, unless you're trying to be contrarian um, so that is also going to pump those up a little bit 
Um, but yeah, I I I think it, it it comes down to a question of do you want more adventurous film or do you want things that are more likely to be crowd pleasers? And I don't fault anybody for going in either direction. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting question. I think, like, we would have to um, alter it. It would have to be, like, I don't know. There has to be, like, that, that money spot where it's, like, 85%. 85, 85, I feel like, would be good. Yeah. Because, like... Because even, even in the 90 percentile, like, even below, you're still looking at, like, Avengers Endgame... Uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Wizard of Oz, like, there's a ton of stuff in there. Yeah. And the the other problem, too, is, is, like, with Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes gives, like, so many false negatives, essentially, because you have dickheads who go on there and, like, spam the yeah. shit out of reviews. So, like, you can't trust any of their reviews anyways. So, like, it's, yeah, I don't know. We'd have to judge it off some some other thing like that, but yeah, there's so very few movies that I give bad reviews to. So like, yeah, just means I'm gonna be watching a lot of goddamn movies. Is what that means. So yeah, <laughs> so win for me. Um, on that note, um, I think that's gonna wrap us up for this week. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you tuning in as always. Uh, stay tuned. We got more great stuff coming from the Great Geek Refuge. In fact. This week, I will be receiving something in the mail that we're going to keep quiet because it's going to allow us to do some really badass things in the future here. So just be warned that you're going to see some really, really cool shit coming up here uh, in the future with what we can and where we can broadcast as far as podcasts go. Because now everybody's vaccinated. Mask mandates are are, are lifting. Um, Things are changing. This is going to be a good summer. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of cool things that we got coming up. Um, so for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, for James Rambo, for MC Brooks, for myself, and for all of our other contributors, again, we, we, we love you, we appreciate you, and remember, together there are no heights that we can't reach. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! Why do I expect to have the patience that I